Welcome to Island Ghost Radio. I'm Mike Taylor. I'm Diane Castell. And I'm Erica Papino. And joining us by phone from our group, Island Ghost Investigations, it's Oliver Peterson. How you doing? Hi, Oliver. Hi, Oliver. Hi, Oliver. <laughs> and who is our guest tonight? Our guest tonight is Chance Hancock from Pride Paranormal. Yes, and Chance will be coming up a little later, but first. 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 We just want to say sorry we were off last week. No, we're not. Okay, maybe you're sorry. You're gonna, I'm not sorry. You're going to piss off our listeners. I'm not sorry. She's not sorry, folks. You can send all mail to Erica Papino. Thank you. We actually recorded a show last week. Our guest was Tom and Lisa Butler from the AAEVP, but we had a problem with the recording. I'll play part of the interview to show everyone what went wrong. Uh, welcome, Tom and Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's, it's, uh, I hope it's a lot cooler where you are. No, it's not. It's, no. it's just starting to be summer here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Well, you're out in Vegas, right? Reno. Uh, north of there. We're 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 there. So we've got an hour of this. Yeah, we have an hour of that. Yeah, no, nobody wants to hear that. It's kind of catchy, though. Right. So, needless to say, we were disappointed, but, um, we hope to have Tom and Lisa on again one day. In the meantime, we want everyone to go check out their site, aaevp.com. That's the American Association of Electronic Voice Phenomena. Check it out if you're into EVPs, if you're into ITC. It's a valuable resource. So, yeah, and we couldn't do another show because we were up at the Shanley Hotel over the weekend with our local paranormal friends, LIPRI and Knight. So there are going to be times we disappear, folks, but please don't... Uh, don't yeah, cry. Yeah. If we're MIA one week, don't worry, we'll be back if life happens. All right, so let's get to our poll question of the week. Well, it's really not a poll question of the week. It always we, makes me chuckle. We seem to do a poll every two weeks. No, that music makes me want Cracker Jacks. Ah, <laughs> yummy. Anyway, uh, the poll question this week. What was the poll question of the Is week? Is paranormal unity possible? Oh, yes. Uh. Is paranormal unity possible? I should have made this question a little clearer because someone left us a voicemail saying they believe that Spirits can be brought together in the afterlife. Oh, do you have that? Uh, I don't want to play it. Oh, play it. Play it. Come Come on. On. I don't. I don't have it loaded. Oh my. But all I picture from that voicemail is like E Harmony for ghosts. Well, they deserve <laughs> love just like everyone else does. Oh, boy. Uh, the poll question actually applies to the paranormal field in general. A lot of us don't seem to get along very well, do we? Yeah, but a lot of us do. Yeah, sadly many individuals and investigation groups in the community disagree with each other. It, it's sometimes like gang wars. As a matter of fact, uh, one of my friends on MySpace, I won't say his name because maybe he just doesn't want to stir the pot, but he was telling me a story recently how a group of psychics were picking on him because they were saying, aha, you have to use equipment to detect ghosts. In other words, they were better because they're sensitive. That's what you want, an immature psychic on your team. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, what yeah. I haven't heard before. Yeah. That's a new one. So there's a lot of people out there bickering and fighting over, <laughs> you name it. This is nothing new. Right. Anytime you get any kind of group together about anything, people aren't going to get along. That's just human nature. Yeah, sad but true. I mean, you have personalities that just want to like be number one, and they don't care about being friends with anybody else. Yeah, people clash on investigation styles. People clash on what they consider is valid evidence. I mean, we are adamant about orbs. We do not like orbs. We think that 99% of them are dust. Uh, but there's probably groups out there are very pro-orb, and they probably think that we're snobs and looking down on them. 
Well, we're not actually looking down on them. It's just that, you know, we might consider ourselves a little bit more advanced as far as evidence collecting. Ah, you see, but they probably would have an issue with that. Right, right. It's just a matter of opinion, that's all. Well, I mean, we would accept that. We wouldn't not be friends or, you know, actually investigate with somebody like that. We just wouldn't accept their evidence for ourselves. Yeah. If they want to admire their own orbs, everybody's welcome to admire their orbs in the privacy of their own home. Only the orbs with faces. (laughs) (laughs) I see a baby in that orb. <laughs> yeah, but again, you know, people might think that we're looking down on them and laughing, and sometimes we are. No, who knows? Maybe, maybe, you know, in a few years from now, they'll discover that we're wrong. Orbs of spirits. And Erica, maybe we won't find out that orbs of spirits. Exactly. <laughs> well, I want to go to the afterlife floating around in a piece of dust. <laughs> uh, I hate dust. I don't like dusting. So yeah, but I agree with you, Mike. The mature thing to do, and and the right thing to do, is to accept everybody for what they do, and you know, we don't have to uh, accept it for ourselves, but we certainly don't have to uh, look down on somebody for it. Right. Right. Amen. Exactly. And with that, let's go before we get to the poll. Let's go to some voicemails with some people's opinions that they left for us. Hi, this is Rich from Paranormal Consulting Agency and uh, responding to the post that you put it up, if uh, paranormal unity is possible. Uh, Yes, it is possible, but uh, it needs to be a little bit more organized, and I believe the teams that uh, end up becoming uh, involved in this paranormal unity should be aware that there should be a code of ethics that should be followed, uh, not only with other paranormal teams, but of course, most importantly, with all clients. After all, it's the responsibility of all paranormal teams and the responsibility to uphold um, all of our reputation. After all, we're very much maligned when it comes to the things we do, and that being paranormal research. So that's my opinion. Take it or leave it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I like that. Yes. All right. Here is the next voicemail. Uh, yes, I don't believe there ever be unity in the paranormal community because some people are out to make profit. Some people are actually out to help people like uh, the Kentuckian Ghostbusters or the KGB, which is my organization. We're out to help people. We don't charge people. But we're out to help them. But some people are out to make a profit off of it. So I don't believe there ever be unity in it because two different belief systems, one in money and one in helping people. Uh, like I said, this is Bill Bowling with the KGB. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank was, you, Bill. Was that Bill's dog or Oliver's? <laughs> I mean, yeah, who, uh, another good voicemail. I like that one, too. Well, it's interesting he talks about money because we've encountered people who accuse other groups of being out just to make money, and yet they are doing the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they can't be hypocrites. Hypocrites. Not saying that KGB is a hypocrite. No, no. We no, weren't no, talking about no, no, no. We like Bill. We weren't talking about Bill. No. All right. Next voicemail. Uh, this is Lopaka from mysteriesofhonolulu.com. I think paranormal unity is very, very possible. My phone number is... I cut him off there because he left his phone number. That's that's all he said? It's why, very possible? Why yeah. don't we call him? You know why? Because he lives in Hawaii where everything is sunshine and... And, and volcanoes. Sand, and sandy beaches. And lava. Everybody's happy in Hawaii. You know what? There's no sand in Hawaii. What, Oliver? Everybody's laid in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, you know, I, I I can't help but suspect that he called us because of our name, Island Ghost Investigations. He must think we're in Hawaii. Uh, Who can say? Anyway. But he's got a good outlook. I like that one. Yeah, we like him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move to the last voicemail here. Hi, this is my opinion in regarding, is paranormal unity possible? My name is Tuesday Miles, and this is my opinion. I wish that others would embrace the unity as, um, you know, as if it was a everyday occurrence. How better else for us to understand by comparing each other's notes on the investigations that we do? By not doing so, how can we help others when it has to do with a haunting how we help them is to share the information, the success that we've had 
by either teaching the clients to live with the haunting, to help find the problem and the solution with the haunting, to better understand our own feelings on what really happens after the death of our bodies. If we don't come together and share this information, then we get no further in learning really the truth about this. It does ghosts exist? Is there life after death? So my opinion is this on it. The information that you have about ghost hunting is not for your eyes only. It is for everybody. It's not something that we keep personally. Share it. That's how we all learn. Bond together because then with all of our information that we do share, it's one step closer to finding what the real truth is. And that's my opinion for today. Thanks. Bye-bye. I love her. Yeah. Very good voicemail. Yeah. Real, uh, tonight, yeah, well, four, four of them are good. Very well thought out. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Yes, thank you for leaving us voicemails. All right, let's get to the poll question. Is paranormal unity possible? Take me out to the poll game. <laughs> <laughs> you girls want to read the poll answers people could choose yeah, from? Yeah, girls, girls, you want to? You women's. We're Mike's. We're, we're his gold diggers, like Dean Martin. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. You're showing your age. Yeah, I know. The first choice is yes. I believe if we all work together, we can make it happen. The second choice was unity is possible, but there will be occasional conflict. The third choice was some may unite, but overall, most will not. And the final choice was, no, I do not believe paranormal unity is possible. All right. Tell us, Mike, how did we do? Coming in at number four. No, I do not believe paranormal unity is possible with 11%. Okay. So 11% of people that voted don't think... Any unity is possible. Well, we're not going to get very far with that kind of attitude, but... Well, the heck with those people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's move to number three. Yes, I believe if we all work together, we can make it happen. And that received 21%. Number two. Unity is possible, but there will be occasional conflict, and that received 27%. And number one, the one most people chose, some may unite, but overall, most will not, and that received 41%. 41%. All right, so let's get to our opinions. Do we believe paranormal unity is possible? Diane, why don't you start us off? Well, I would say that some may unite, but overall, most will not. So I, you know, I believe everyone has good intentions of uniting, but when it boils down to it, there are a lot of personality conflicts, and a lot of people just want to be, I guess, the top dog, and they can't deal with the competition. To them, it's competition. It's not uniting. Oliver, do you want to share your opinion? Um, I uh, agreed. Um, I, I actually put the same answer, that some will unite, uh, but overall ain't going to happen. Um, it's not that I, you know, don't want it to happen. I actually think it's, um, you know, I just don't understand why people can't have a live-and-let-live mentality. However, um doesn't mean everybody's got to be friends. But, uh, you know, in general, I just I don't see it happening. And I think, uh, you know, I'm all for uh, working together with other groups, but I don't see it as an overall thing happening. Erica, how about you? Well, the reality of it all is it, it's, it's never going to happen. Not everybody is going to play nice in the sandbox with everybody else. It's a great concept. It's a great thought. I think it depends on what level. We need to unite as far as evidence but as far as some groups worth working with others, it just is not possible. Some people just don't want to work with other people. So what would you have voted for then on here? I I don't want to sound like a pessimist, but I just don't think it's possible. So you would vote, no, I do not believe paranormal unity is possible. I think so. Yeah, although in the UFO field, it, it's a whole different story. Like you have MUFON, which, which controls the whole – everybody reports to MUFON, and, and they all share um, ideas and, and – or they work with each other, and it's very organized. And I think the ghost community needs to take 
a few lessons from the UFO community. That's just my opinion. Well, I, I agree with you, but at the same time, uh, we did go up to the Shanley this past weekend with two other Long Island teams. Right, and that was Unity. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Uh, so I, I believe that, you know, I'm, I agree with Diane uh, and Oliver that some may unite, but overall most will not. Um, I right. think you're going to have some uniting here and there, but overall I, I don't believe unity is possible. Okay, I, I go with that answer then. But overall, it's just not possible for everybody to get along with everybody else. Yeah, there'll be little pockets of united people. But other than that, no, it's not going to happen. Well, with the UFO community, they have MUFON. For the paranormal community, there isn't one centralized organization. They're trying. I mean, I I know some people are are trying to get that together, but there's too many people trying and everything's going. It's hectic. You know. I, I don't know if I even would want, to be honest with you, I don't know if I'd want one centralized organization. You know, I, I sort of like the sort of libertarian uh, field. Well, not field an organization that's going to tell you how to do things, just where to share information. Right. You know? Well, in paranormal communities, they tend to hoard their evidence. and, and which, their... Is, which brings us back to that last caller, and she had a great point. I mean, why hoard your evidence? Share it. They want credit. I, the people that want I to make the money and yeah. yeah, the people that want the the recognition and the credit for it, and they don't want to share it with anyone. It's like a doctor, you know, inventing a new cure for something. They don't want to just give it out. They want the only, credit for it. The only thing people are willing to show everybody else is their orbs. <laughs> yeah. Erica, you and your orbs. You're always talking about your orbs. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe we all have to try and tolerate different views and try and get along. You know, it's like religion. Not everyone is going to agree, and. Um, Thinking that we can have true unity, it's such an idealistic view. Um, it's just, I just don't think it's possible. And, um, and this, uh, this is very close to religion. Yeah. You know? Because I, it reflects people's religious views a lot of times. Yes, it, it does go into that territory a lot. I, I mean, the paranormal community is just a microcosm of the real world. And look how well the real world gets along. Yeah. So I think that's tells you everything. I don't think we'll ever have true unity. I think it's a nice idea. I think people should strive for it, but I don't think we'll ever have 100% unity. All right, so let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll take a chance with Chance Hancock after these messages. Oh, and I should point out, this is our Shanley commercial we're about to play. So everyone pay attention, because we have an event in October. We'll be back. You're listening to Island Ghost Radio. Yes? Hi, I'm here for the New York Ghost Tour. Sorry, we're closed, but you can come back next week. Next week? F*** that shit. I'll just go check out another place. Trust me, there's no place half as interesting as ours, dear. That's so not true. What about the Shanley Hotel in Napanock? Once you've been to one haunted hotel, you've been to them all. Not like this place. The Shanley Hotel dates back to 1845, and it's been a hotspot for paranormal activity. Mysterious music, smells, whistling, doors opening, footsteps, almost everything you can imagine has been experienced at that hotel. It's open to the public? Absolutely. And Island Ghost Radio is having an overnight ghost hunt event at the Shanley Hotel on October 17th, 2009. Island Ghost Radio, I love them. Just go to islandghostradio.com and check out their events section for more info. Thanks, I think I will. Oh, just don't tell any of our customers. Oh, screw that. I'm telling everyone. Our guest tonight is Chance Hancock. He leads a group called Pride Paranormal. Investigations is his game. He lives in Florida. And, oh, the music. Oh, God, Mike. That the music was, ended. That's like the worst. Sorry. <laughs> we don't know him. Tonight we have on the show Chance Hancock from Pride Paranormal Investigations in Bradenton, Florida. Who no longer wants to speak with us. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Wait, Chance? Chance? I think he's gone. You can find Chance at ghostlypride.com and on MySpace, MySpace slash Paranormal Pride. Hey, Chance. 
Hi, I'm so in awe about the song. I was <laughs> it was high. a MIDI, a MIDI Chance, selection. Are, are you my biggest fan now? I'm sorry? Say yes. Uh, uh, are you my biggest fan now? Yes, actually, I'm going to buy all of your records. <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as I release them and some record company recognizes my talent, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, which, would be, which would be cool because when you go big, then I would go big because I have all of your records and everything. So, hey, that would rock. That works out for me. It's all about Mike. <laughs> uh, well, let's start off with how we got to know Chance. Uh, it started out with MySpace. Chance, you broke your arm, didn't you, or your elbow or what was it? Your shoulder? Uh, I wound up getting a labral tear in my shoulder, and uh, so I was down from work for a few days. Uh, okay, and you were posting on your mood status that you were bored out of your mind, and I posted back, well, you can always call our Island Ghost Radio voicemail and leave <laughs> us a bunch of messages. And we have one of those messages right now we're going to play, okay? Here we go. Sure, go for it. Hi, it's me, Chance, with Pride Paranormal Investigations. I'm still bored. I am so bored. There is absolutely nothing to do. I am bored out of my skull. Somebody call and talk to me. Bye. <laughs> but you didn't hang up here. You kept going. Here it comes. Are you there yet? Are you there yet? How about now? Is this annoying? What about now? What about now? And now? Now is it annoying? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hope you guys have a great day. And uh, thanks for that status comment. Uh, yeah, I hope that's better. I appreciate that. Bye, guys. <laughs> so, so how many Vicodin were you on? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the kind of things that happen to me when I'm really bored. That's why my friends hate for me to have a cell phone. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, who can you call now? Chance, you remind me of my mom getting caught oh, on, <laughs> on my voicemail. She thinks it's like an answering machine, and she'll be like, are you there? Pick up the phone. Are you there? And she'll just be stuck in voicemail limbo doing this for like five minutes. Uh, my mom does the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they think you're ignoring them. Well, Chance, you don't remind me of, of my mom, so there you go. Uh, I certainly hope not because um, that would be kind of awkward for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like George Clooney or anything, but I like to think of myself somewhat mannish, you know. <laughs> Uh, so tell us about your group, Pride. Uh, well, well, actually, it kind of started off with me on my own at first. I was born a poor, poor white boy in Louisiana. <laughs> really, and, I was uh, born, uh, born a poor black boy. Go on. I'm oh, sorry. I was just born I, a boy. But, uh, I just saw the jerk story, recently. <laughs> long story short, um, when I was younger, I had some paranormal experiences that happened to me. Um, they were on a very negative side. I really don't, honestly, I, I hate to do that to the people that's listening, but I don't really discuss those situations too much. They're pretty bad. Uh-huh. Mm. And as time went by and I got older, you know, of course, it made me get more interested in it because I figured the more that I know, the less of a fear I'd have of it. Right. And Knowledge so is I power. My own, yeah, I started doing my own research, my own readings, and, and I studied everything from, you know, people that were interested in the paranormal that did their own investigations to possible theories and what ghosts are and what hauntings are, so on and so forth. Everything from quantum physics to religion to pretty much you name it. Cool. And then later on down the line, of course, you know, I started investigating on my own, and which is stupid. So listeners right now, don't ever investigate by yourself. Yeah. But then I started working with a couple of my friends here and there doing investigations, and then I started like assisting other groups. And then I was like, you know what? I've been doing this for so many years. I know the game plan. I know what I'm doing. You know, time for me to move on and, you know, kind of spread my wings and start my own. And so I turned around and I started my group PRIDE, which stands for Paranormal Research and Developing Evidence. And from then on, it's just kind of been growing and it's been growing exponentially. Nice. And you also have a radio show too, right? Well, I'm a stand-in host right now for okay. Paradigm Radio. And uh, a long story short, they had me um, on the show one time for just a, a guest host. And because uh, I was friends with uh, Raven and Jessica Lee that are the hosts of um, Paradigm. And I <laughs> um, I don't have much of a humor at all. I'm pretty dry and boring. Oh, I wouldn't say reason, that. <laughs> Neither would I. For some reason, yeah, some reason people like me and, and they decided to take a vacation. You know, they're on hiatus till October or until they make bail. And they asked me if I would host a show for them until I got back. Yeah, I was at work today, and I listened to your recent show. Uh, What were you calling it, Freaky Friday? Oh, 
Freak for All Friday. Oh, That's okay. We just talk about anything that any you know any of the listeners want to talk about. We don't have a pre-planned show. It's just wing it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was. Uh, I like when radio shows incorporate humor, uh, especially paranormal shows, because a lot of paranormal shows can be very dry, and that's that's why we get a little silly on this show from time to time, as you can tell. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of shows, I mean, that are great shows and very informative, but they're very stoic. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could give a child Ritalin and let them listen to it, and they'll knock them out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you found out yeah. our secret. <laughs> this is true. And where can people hear Paradigm Radio? Uh, they can go to uh, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash night as in nighttime, N-I-G-H-T, dash Raven. Raven? Yep, and it's every Friday night, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's interesting. Isn't that what you have flying across your, your website, a raven, or is that a crow? Uh, that one's a crow. What's that, the difference between a, a raven and a crow? Is there a difference? Um, yes. I have no clue. Two different names. <laughs> the raven's much bigger. Oh, it is? I mean, I, I could probably lie my way through it since nobody knows the answer right now, but no, I'd be lying. I don't know. <laughs> you can lie. <laughs> like a corsair is. God. The plumage of the raven expands by 45 degrees in the wingspan and you could make up some technical <laughs> bs but anyway that's I, when you had to pull like the cliff clavin from like cheers you yes. know the mailman guy always knew everything <laughs> yeah you know, it's like well uh, you know it's a well-known fact that the uh, raven and the uh in the uh you know the crow are like two different species you know that right <laughs> <laughs> love cliffy so chance when you go on investigations what do you tend to lean towards do you like doing video audio or are you an all-around all-purpose kind of investigator? Uh, pretty much all around all-purpose, you know, because I want to try to gather as much evidence as possible to work with. Um, and it's one of those things, let me rephrase that, actually. If anything happens, I want to be able to gather as much evidence as possible. You know, I, I want to make sure people understand when I say that, that I don't go in with the mindset that the place is haunted, I'm going to capture something. Mm-hmm. Um, but if something is going to happen, I want to have as much equipment there possible to be able to document everything. So it just helps validate what's going on. Absolutely. What's your opinion on orbs? Um, well, I'm trying to think how to put this. I believe that there are some orbs that are out there that people have taken pictures or video of that I believe are actual orbs. Um, I believe that they're actual contained energy. Now, whether or not it's paranormal or if it's just a physical phenomenon that we're just not familiar with yet, I can't tell you what it is. I don't know. If I told you that this is exactly what it is, I'd be lying to you and all the listeners. And I, we team, Our team is really, really strict on integrity. We don't lie about anything about our investigations. If we don't know, we don't know. Right. Right. Good answer. Excellent. How many people are on your team? Uh, currently, right now, the main team, I have nine members, and we just opened up a uh, another branch of Pride over in um, Austin, Texas. Wow. Cool. So do you uh, commute between Austin, or is this just like a separate division of the group? It's a separate division of the group. The The woman that's currently running that group, her name is Jillian Mauser, and she was one of my uh, lead investigators on my first, like my alpha team, the first major team I put together. And she is very, very familiar with and knowledgeable in the paranormal field. And I've worked on many investigations with her, so I feel completely comfortable and confident in having her use our name while running investigations. I know she's not going to mess it up. She's very professional. That's good. You're lucky. Right. I've known teams out there that for some reason, <laughs> a lot of the sexism comes into play. And they're like, well, I don't want to clean off our team leader. You know what? Bull crap. Oh, this God. Smarter than most people. Yeah, this woman's smarter than most people I know and put her up against most of the people I know. Yeah, I I certainly don't want no woman as our team leader on this group. <laughs> Bite me, Mike. Now Eric and I both run the group, and we don't butt heads. Nope. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know it is. It's like a family. You will butt heads every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, can you tell us about some of your investigations in Florida? No, they're all secret. Oh. <laughs> well, what about one that really stands out? Can't tell you, they're all secret. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, actually, believe it or not, one of my favorite investigations we had uh, was when we did an investigation of a cemetery in Florida. 
uh, and it's in the parish area. Now, honestly, I don't want to say the name of the cemetery. It's called Parish Cemetery. <laughs> uh, we won't we, tell We anything. did an investigation. Yeah, a friend of mine is on the team. His name's Toby. He's one of my uh, re- background research assistants, and he's also one of our investigators. And uh, he lived near that area, and he, of course, grew up there as a kid, and he told me about all these weird experiences that happened around that area from, you know, friends and neighbors and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, what the heck, you know, we'll, we'll go out there and we'll just check it out. I mean, I'm usually not into graveyards. I like sticking with homes and businesses and such, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you find cool things out there. Yeah. So the team and all of us roll out there. And out of our first investigation, we wound up catching a shadow person on film and multiple EVPs. Wow. Now, with EVPs, um, what are some of the most common responses you've captured? Believe it or not, it's the old age one year everybody say all the time, get out. That's one of the most common ones I get. Yeah. I think we've caught that several times ourselves. It makes you wonder why they want to get rid of you. Wouldn't they want to talk to somebody? Like, get out. Are we that annoying? (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, if I was in my house and I was just chilling out, you know, forever and ever, amen, and people just kept barging in and going, are you there? Answer me. Are you there? Can you make this thing move? What's you your name? Right now? Yeah, that get a little annoying after a while. Yeah, I guess I can see your Tell point. us your name. <laughs> now, Why does, are you shouting? Does your group believe in provoking? Um, yeah, we provoke each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean on investigation? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, the only time that we ever typically will provoke is honestly if, it, if someone's contacted us and they have a negative type, you know, situation happening in their home, such as someone possibly being physically abused, stuff like that. We'll go in, try to capture evidence. If nothing is going on for quite a while, then sometimes, yeah, we'll step up to the plate and do a little provoking and say, look, you want to pick on this family, pick on us we're here. Right. You know, uh, and it's just another way to be able to form and validate that there is something going on. Yeah, I know you said you don't talk exactly details about your past experiences, but uh, having some sort of darker uh, negative experiences in your past, does that make you more fearful of uh, confronting uh, that kind of entity or more comfortable? It honestly makes me more comfortable because I got past my situation by building up courage, you know, of dealing with it. And pretty much, I mean, I'm not sure how to put this. I'm prior military and ex-law enforcement and stuff. I used to also do armed bodyguard escorts. And I'm one of those people that's not intimidated by anybody. Right. And it's like when I get in that situation and I get kind of in that mode, you know, if it's something that's supposed to be really bad going on, when we walk into that place to do an investigation, I kind of go into that defense mechanism of like, look, you're not going to fear me. You're not, or, you know, you're not going to make me fear you. You're not going to intimidate me. And if you want me out, you're, you're going to have to force me out. Now, granted, at the same time, you have to be very level-headed, very intelligent. You have to remember you have other people with you, and they are your main concern first. If I feel that it's getting threatening and getting dangerous, my team's out. Have you run into that type of situation? No, but it was kind of close. We had a forklift get moved about eight inches. Really? Forklift? Yeah. A forklift and of all had, things? Yeah, it was a forklift, and it had a pallet on it with about 600 pounds of steel on top of that pallet, <laughs> and it got moved about eight inches. And at that point, I looked at my my uh, co or excuse me, my co-founder, his name is Charlie Hall, and he's like my best friend, you know, my brothers. And I told him, I said, look, either we're dealing with a really pissed off ghost or we're dealing with a silverback gorilla. It's one or the other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those silverback gorillas are very common down in Florida. Yeah. I I, kind of figured at that point, I mean, I I look everywhere. I didn't find any fur. So I'm kind of leaning (laughs) towards it's probably a ghost. Yeah, it's one thing if like a little marble moves a few feet, but a forklift, I'm out of there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually got the the front end of it got pushed sideways about eight inches and scraped the forks across the concrete. Holy crap! That's wow. when you call John Zaffis. I wouldn't be calling John Zaffis at that point. I'd be calling a taxi. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Taxi. I'm brave, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chance, who who do you admire in in the paranormal field? Um, let's see here. I'd say probably number one would be myself. Um, <laughs> then after that, it You're very modest, me. by the way. Who's second? No, actually, all, all, uh, all said second would be me. Okay. <laughs> um, no, all kidding aside, um, I've, I've admired a lot of different people, but not so much as because I thought that they were correct, 
but a lot of different people's opinions, you know, because they all had different theories. Like, you know, I, I enjoy the task group, you know, I enjoy like Hans Holzer, uh, John Baptist, him, you know, also, mm-hmm. why is it when I talk on the phone, everything has to go by really loud? <laughs> That's a taxi coming to pick you up. Either there's a forklift incoming. <laughs> you got away once. I'm telling you. It's going to come crashing uh, through the wall like Kool-Aid. Yeah. I'm glad I got homeowner's insurance. I don't know if that would cover up for a forklift coming through the wall. So I'm not sure about that the haunted um, forklift. Try explaining that to the claims adjuster. <laughs> no, really. I swear to God, it came through the ceiling. Yeah, I wonder if you can uh, yeah, get, like, can, de- explain that one. can you get, like, demonic insurance in case, you know... Uh, yeah, really. I, I mean, guess if you want to pay like, for if it. If you were investigating a house and it imploded, would the homeowner's insurance cover that? I doubt it. And if it did, I already, or, you know what, even if it didn't, when they showed up, I want to be there for that conversation when they explain what happened to the house. Yeah, and I want to be there when Carrie's hand comes out of the ground. <laughs> you know, and of course, you know, at that point in the game, you know, seeing something like that happening, everything else in life just seems really minuscule and you really don't care that much anymore. <laughs> and you kind of just stand there and look at it and go, nah, I ain't kidding you, but it just, uh, well, it bloated. <laughs> where, where do I find Chance, you mentioned um, that your group, first and foremost, is, uh, you know, you really pride yourselves on integrity. Uh, I mean, do you think that uh, there's a lack of integrity in the paranormal community? Um, I, I'm not going to say for all groups, but with some groups, yes. Okay. Do you want to name I names? Think that <laughs> huh? Do you want to name names? <laughs> um, actually, if I was to do that, I'd probably do it live on air because I really don't care about naming people. <laughs> no, I, I think that there are obviously there are groups out there that do cater to more of making a name for themselves, regardless of whether or not that what they have is true or not. Right. Yeah. Um, I believe that there are people out there who will speak about investigations and stuff that will make up whatever they feel like is their opinion. You know, and that's the thing that, that I try to push with a lot of people, you know, like, like especially the client. You know, the, the main question I always get asked, believe it or not, is do you believe in ghosts? It's like, no, I have all this equipment because I like shooting videos at night. It's fun. <laughs> and reviewing it for hours. I've got to say, but, Chance, uh, um, not to interrupt you, but, you know, I'm one of those people, I'm not sure I believe in ghosts. I mean, believe it or not. You're I, out of the group, Mike. You know, I had a paranormal experience when I was young. Um, you you've know, had, I, You've had other experiences. Yeah, I mean, I technically, you know, quote unquote ghost hunt, but... What? Is what we're capturing actually ghosts? What I mean, I can't all say. Those EVPs? You know what? Whoa, whoa, hold on. You know what? Everybody, time out. You know what? That is the best person to have on your team. Yeah. That's Thank true. you. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, now, this is my opinion. I'm not saying that I'm right or wrong. But Thank I'm, you. I mean, I'm, I'm right. Wait. Um, sorry. I just wanted to give some music to me. Go he's on. Giving Karen. himself kudos now. Oh, God. <laughs> it's all about my. The reason for being is because if you have somebody that's a very reasonable, skeptical person on these investigations, it's going to help alleviate a lot of the, you know, miss and I, I guess you would say the, the I'm trying to think how to put this. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, the, what's that? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, this goes. No, that's the sheet blowing on the back of the porch, you know, that's hung out on the line. You know right. what I mean? It's, you're you're going to have that healthy amount of skepticism. And regardless if you believe in ghosts or not, every investigator should have that, period. I do believe consciousness survives death, but what we're capturing on audio and video, do I necessarily believe those are ghosts? I don't know. I can't say. And and the truth is, you might be right. Yeah. Because if I sit there and said you were wrong, well, everybody can call him a liar at that point, because where's my irrefutable proof to be able to back that up? Yeah. Right. There is no conclusive, tangible proof that ghosts exist. And that's the thing that I tell my clients, you know, when when they talk to me, like, you know, they'll ask me, well, what's a ghost? I don't know. (laughs) What's a haunting? I don't know. (laughs) How are you doing it? Because I'm trying to find out the answer to that for you. You know? Yeah. That's why we do what we do. It's because we want to know the truth. We want to know, is there really ghosts? Is there really life after death? There are no experts. Exactly. There is no experts in what they are, but there are experts in investigating. Absolutely. I've always been especially actually turned off when somebody sort of shows a picture or this or that and sort of says it as though this is what it is and that's it. You know, this is irrefutable. This is, you know. And 
once again, that's just their opinion. I mean, that, that it's just an opinion, you know. And, and the thing is, I mean, you guys are in a group, too, you know, just as well as I do. If you cannot take criticism, then you need to close up shop and just go ahead and quit. Oh, absolutely. And we present every yeah. piece of evidence that we think is uh, paranormal. And we say, we're not 100% sure. We caught this. It could be paranormal or it could be something that we didn't tag, you know. Well, you also present yeah, things exactly. that... You also present things that you might have originally thought was evidence and say, look, this is what we, but we discovered it was this just to show that you're objective. Yeah. And I, I think most investigators go through their growing pains too, in the beginning where everything is paranormal that they capture and then they go back oh and they're objective and they're like, okay, you know what? This picture, this piece of audio probably can be explained. Oh my God. What? I know exactly what he's talking about because <laughs> we had <laughs> – okay, I am not bashing my case manager whatsoever. Her name is Kara. Kara does an outstanding job for me. I could not have a better case manager. That woman is OCD on detail. If I tell her to do some background research for this house for me, throw some investigation, she'll tell me how many bricks are in the freaking driveway. Whoa. <laughs> and, so, I mean, you know, so she's great at it. But when we first started doing this, you know, it's the first time she really started investigating and – you know, I told her, I said, okay, you're going to be reviewing this tape, and, you know, you've marked down the timestamps of what you found and, you know, small little, small little, you know, the little description, so I know what to look for when, mm -hmm. I, when I check it out later. And my first list was probably about the size of a phone book. <laughs> and I looked at her, and I'm like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? It's like, look, the paint on the wall, paranormal. It's like, a, you know, there's like eight hours of footage and yeah. everything's paranormal, you know? Yeah. So I started uh, reviewing it with her and everything, and I was pointing out, going, okay, this is what this probably is, and this is what this – some of it was self-explanatory of what it was. Right. You know, and and now, and trust me, people on my team will tell you, even my co-founder will tell you, if you come to the table saying you have some evidence that you gathered, you better make sure it's good because I shoot down almost everything that comes to the table. Right. Right. You try to find the logical first. Yep. The way I look at the evidence when we review the evidence is I, I think of it like a court case. And I only want to bring facts to the table. Yes. Especially when you're doing an investigation. It's one thing if you're doing like the Waverly Hills. It's another thing when you're doing someone's home and they're relying on you because they think you're the experts at this and you're going to bring back exactly. you know, evidence to them. And I've seen so many of these groups, it's like they get the little scratching sound. Oh, you hear it's a voice. It's saying something. And we're going to play this for you. And then suddenly the homeowner is terrified and they think that they have, you know, demons running around their home. At or at least rats. <laughs> That's yeah. why Mike doesn't let anybody wear anything nylon. You must wear cotton during investigation. <laughs> nothing swishy. So nothing swishes. See, you guys understand where I'm coming from with, like, my top ten list. I do a top ten list on my radio show every Friday night. The top ten list we had last week was um, ten things you do not say to the client when walking out when you have found that there is a demonic entity in their home. <laughs> yeah. and the first one is looking at them going, have you seen the exorcist? <laughs> <laughs> you know, putting off sentences like that when there's really nothing going on, and you're going to make them see things and hear things that aren't there. Right. And you have to wonder how many groups are going out there and doing this, trying to make a name for themselves. And meanwhile, they're probably destroying someone's lives in their yes. house. You know, and it's yeah. and it's sad. Uh, I mean, you well, know, there I... is no test to become a paranormal investigator. I mean, anybody can start a group on MySpace. Yeah, and make a claim that they're paranormal investigators. Now, the thing is that. The, the thing that I like, you know, I've, I've discussed with people before, you know, with clients and stuff. I've, I've had people from out of state call me, you know, wanting, you know, consulting and stuff on mm -hmm. things. And I told them, I said, look, you know, you need to find a rational team that can come in and investigate for you. You know, if there was one, you know, just way too much out of the way for us to handle, you know, um, like distance-wise, um, I would tell them, like, look, you need to find a team that's going to come in and check this stuff out for you. And she's like, well, you know, well, what do I need to look for? I said, one, I said, look at some of their evidence that they have. I said, if they have a website, if they have it posted, check out, excuse me, I said, check out their evidence and see what they have. I said, if you can look at their evidence and go, yeah, okay, that's this and this and this, right. and it's not what they're claiming it is, well, that's a good sign right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I said, secondly, I said, look for, like, credibility and, like, how they, like, just word themselves as professionals. How do they run things? When you talk to them on the phone, say, look, 
what is your standard protocols on doing an investigation? What right. do you think evidence is? And how do you evaluate something to say that it's evidence? I yes. said, you know, these are the type of questions you should be asking. Absolutely. Like I said, nobody out there is an expert. And there are a lot of groups out there posting stuff on their pages that I'm like, you guys really think this is evidence? And, you know, and again, I can't really criticize too much because I wasn't there for the investigation. But a lot of times I hear EVPs or I see photos and I'm just like, oh, man, it's did you just need something to throw up on your uh, page to show that you've caught things? Because I, I find it embarrassing for our whole field. But yet. You know, do I think that nobody, you know, unless they're quote unquote professionals should be doing this? No, I think everybody should have a shot at it. But like I said, if you're going to be dealing with clients and homeowners, you should really um, be very, very conservative and careful how you present things compared to the groups that just want to go to the Waverly Hills, you know? Right. Yeah. Another important question to ask is, do your people get background checks done? Right. The last thing you want is, you know, four people inside your home that just got out of jail last month for a burglary, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you yeah, want showing. Armed robbery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oliver's a convicted well, felon. We kind of go with sometimes. Yeah, because, I mean, I've done some armed robbery, but I don't think that really, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that won't impede your house, skills so. as an investigator. And he's well, a, as long as you don't show up with a gun on the investigation, then they really don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> I'm, I'm physically... <laughs> I'm gonna have Oliver, to just... we can't hear you at all. You're very muffled, Oliver. I know. I thought you guys had zipped up in a sleeping bag. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Well, it sounds like what's what's his name, Kenny from South Park. <laughs> Oliver, are you there? Oh my God, you're I am here. Oliver, you okay. Yes, much better. I don't know what happened. Switched phones. All right, excellent. <laughs> so I'm curious, how did you how did you end up with the nickname Chance? <laughs> We could skip it if you'd like. I know how. If you don't tell us. I was patrolling a neighborhood one night, and a fight had broken out. There was about 15, 20 people in the parking lot. And I looked at my partner and said, let's go break it up. He was like, no, we're waiting for backup. Well, I got out of the car and took off. And I got in the middle of this crowd of ghetto fabulous people and broke it up on my own. And that's how I wound up the nickname Chance. Because I like taking chances, obviously. You're my hero. Are you still a cop? No, I was not a cop. Uh, oh. The job that I did was it was private security, but we were in like really bad, bad neighborhoods, armed. Uh, we're armed more. We're actually armed better than half the, the detectives and stuff. And but uh, we cleaned up the really bad neighborhoods and stuff. This is in Florida. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm jealous. You you guys have the white sands and the blue water and the beautiful sunsets. Okay, hold on. I can top that. I grew up on. I grew up in Sarasota, Florida. It's actually my hometown, and I grew up on Siesta Beach. I spent more time there than in my high school classes. <laughs> and uh, my dad said I had that Jimmy Buffett disease. I had salt water in my veins and you know sand in my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, my whole life was always on the water and on the beach. That's the place I'm happy. I love going diving, snorkeling, and all this stuff. Nice. <clears throat> I'm totally envious. Wait, isn't this a paranormal show? Uh, if you just joined us, you're listening to Island Coast Radio. We're talking about islands and beaches. And Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> and Jimmy Buffett. And, and occasionally a ghost. And we're talking with Chance Hancock about beaches. So, Chance, what's your favorite beach? <laughs> yes, the key, my home. You do. I'm a ghost. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought this was the show about Bigfoot. My God, I called the wrong show. Uh, <laughs> you got to call Lauren Coleman. Well, down in Florida, you have Swamp Swamp Thing? Or, no, wait. Skunk Ape. Skunk, Skunk Ape. Ape, that's what it was. Skunk Ape. I, I, I think I suffer yeah, from yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, we, we have Skunk Apes, otherwise known as Trailer Trash. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was bad at me. That was real bad. But I'm, I'm, Yellow uh, Trash. That was pretty good off the top of my head. <laughs> Oh, uh, I think there's yeah, an ointment for that. There's an investigation going on, uh, or has been going on, about a uh, Bigfoot sighting um, here in South Florida. Uh, a woman that I had on the show, her name is Lori Champion. She was one of the investigators of that. And she just wrote a book called uh, Never Forever Dead. And she does like hostile haunts mainly, but she wound up on this Bigfoot investigation. And she was telling me about some of the reports and the stuff going on. And it was pretty incredible. Hmm. I'm a Bigfoot fan. Me too. I love Bigfoot. 
<laughs> do you do you have any groups down in Florida? Sticker just says I love Bigfoot. <laughs> do you have any groups down in Florida called Trailer Trash Paranormal? <laughs> no. No, but now that we just brought that up, I wish I would have thought of that sooner. <laughs> yeah, they'll that invite you been, into the house to investigate. That would have been freaking cool. Do you know how many emails I would have got from that? <laughs> so, so are there any uh, like famous places to investigate in your area that you go to on a regular basis? Any more public type places? Uh, let's see here. Nielsen Glass Factory, Sarasota, Florida, is one of the places we investigated. Uh, the site, woman. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, I just said I saw that on your site. Yeah. Yeah. Nielsen Glass Factory is it's a private place, but they're always accepting of uh, people to come in there and investigate. Uh, the Golden Apple Dinner Theater in Sarasota, Florida, is another one. Uh, actually, there is a lot of places. Too many to actually name. How about Disney World? Do you, you ever investigate the haunt, the haunted mansion? I've heard the story about that, and I would kill to investigate that. Just for simple fact that, well, I love theme parks, period. I'd probably write and rise more in investigating, but it'd be cool. Now, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard from someone that they just recently closed the Haunted Mansion. I don't know. Has anyone heard about that? Mm, no. I haven't heard anything about that, though. Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. I got my information wrong. did, I'm really upset they didn't call me and tell me. That kind of makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> Now, have you been up to northern Florida at all, like St. Augustine or the uh, the, the Bellevue Biltmore? Or is it Bellevue? Uh, no, but actually we are going to be possibly investigating an uh, old Spanish jail over in St. Augustine in October. It's oh, going to that's be like a, a, that's yeah, a great I place. Originally had started, I had originally started Pride, uh, the actual group of Pride, about two years ago, and we had a fallen out with a couple of members that just weren't sticking up to par where they needed to be. So I kind of revamped and refreshed everything. We started over. And uh, and that, so that's going to be like the official like one year mark of Pride, and we were talking about doing an investigation in Saint Augustine's old Spanish jail. Nice, right? So yeah, so that's that one's pretty much uh, a good chance we'll be doing that one. Chance with your group, um, say you have a small investigation and it's like a small home, maybe even a trailer. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a trashy that's trailer. A small home. <laughs> no, say say you can only bring like three people. How do you, how do you choose who's going on each investigation? Well, actually, for some like that, I would typically – I like to rotate the group around just to keep them fresh, you know, on the investigations and such. So let's say that uh, a month prior to that, let's say that we did an investigation and I took, you know, five certain people on that one, then I would leave out, you know, of course, uh, those people, and I would bring, you know, another group that I didn't take on the other investigation. Right. Um, but if it's like – if it's something really serious but small – then I take, like, the main players on my team, such as myself, my co-founder, Charlie, uh, Dion, uh, who is also one of my investigators and also a co-host with me on the show, and uh, Kara. And that's, like, the, the four main ones that I bring in on investigation. Right. Chance, do you have any pet peeves about uh, the paranormal community as a whole? <laughs> I know the show isn't long enough, but go try to condense it. <laughs> Okay, uh, condensed it down. Um, I would say people who state that this is how it is and this is what it, everything is and yada, yada, yada. Um, groups who will sit there and threaten other groups to try to dis, you know, disorganize them and ruin their reputation because they don't agree with something that they had as evidence. Right. Uh, yeah. People that have that holier-than-thou attitude, uh, period. People like that, well, I like to knock them out. Knock them and bring them back to reality. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. So yeah, those those are just a just a tip of the iceberg of my pet peeves with the community. Yeah, no one is better than anyone else because you know you may be a better investigator, but in the end, we still know exactly the same. And we do lectures, and people come up to us and they ask us all these questions, and I'm pretty much like, you know what? I know as much as you do. That's not quite true. Well, a little more than they do, possibly, but, uh, you know, but I understand the sentiment you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we may know how to investigate more. We may know the history of ghost hunting. We may know certain cases. We've probably done more research about it. Right. But really, in the end, do we know anything more than they do? We probably just have more theory. You know, yeah, there's a prime example. Yeah, you and I can get behind an automobile and drive it. But if you know that vehicle, like that certain brand of vehicle, you're probably going to know more about the interior, know more about the options that go with it, the whole nine yards, as opposed to what I know. 
Right. But we both can get behind the wheel and drive it. Right. Anybody can go to any place to investigate um, and possibly come out with pretty much the same evidence. Yeah. It's a gamble every time because every time you go out, you, you know, you sit there, it's like watching paint dry. But yeah. and when you get home and you review, who knows what you caught? Well, see, it's like here's the point that I make is like, you know, I when you had the camera set up and the audio is rolling and the whole nine yards, they, the, whatever causes the evidence, doesn't know who's running it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, oh, this is that group and they're my favorite, so I'll make this happen so everybody <laughs> knows that they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? It's just right place, right time. That's all it is. I like them. They're peppier than the other group. Spirit ringers. But but the, mo- the more experienced investigator is going to not thinking that a uh, car driving by is an EVP or that uh, yes. they're not going to record themselves talking and not have a backup recorder to know or, you know, all those kinds of safety Right. Good point. You know, but in the end, though, we really still don't know much and we probably never will. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. But like Oliver's saying, you don't want like new investigators investigating homes. You know, they, they need to get out there into the public places and practice first before they go into somebody's house and start presenting things that aren't aren't real. Yeah, which is and which is very true. I mean, it's like if I have a negative haunting going on. Now, when I say negative, that's not that I'm saying that that's the term for it. I'm just saying in a generalization, if it's like really bad stuff happening, you know, possibly people being injured or pushed around, you know, stuff being broken, so you know, so on and so forth. I'm not going to take a newbie into that type of situation to check it out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the newbie I will take to open places that, you know, that would like, you know, the public type investigation that people have done a million times over and nothing's ever happened to anybody. Now, granted, you can't, there are no guarantees in life. But yes. at least it's bringing down the statistics and the possibilities of something going wrong while you have the new guy there. You know, so once you get them broke in, you build up that comfort level, you get to know them better, you know how they're going to react under certain conditions and under pressure and such, then you just step it up a notch a little bit at a time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Good outlook. Well, Chance, we're getting to the end of the show, but is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, actually, I had a leak in my pool yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, I've waited for someone to yeah. say that every time. Well, Chance, I mean, I did. can yeah. we come down and investigate that? We'll bring yeah, our swim shorts. Cool. We all just float around all day and just be like, so, did uh, you find anything? Good. Not yet. <laughs> a pool in Florida sounds very appealing. Yes. I mean, like, I think another beer will help me figure no, that out. Seriously, is, is there anyone you'd like to plug? I mean, What? Any- Wait. <laughs> That's a whole different show. Oh. Erica! Man, we should shoot how to really go there. Let's hear it just now. <laughs> um, no. Um, no, for plugging, uh, go ahead and plug our website, which is www. <laughs> ghostlybride.com that's G-H-O-S-T-L-Y T-R-I-D-E dot com uh, also to our MySpace is myspace.com forward slash paranormal pride um, if you request to be a friend um, and you want to talk to me just go on there and talk to me because I answer all my emails um, it's not you know there. I know some groups out there that have their own little assistants that run all that stuff for them no I actually answer the emails oh see I just thought I was special <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little let down, Chance. Wait a minute, hold on. You I thought I was special. Cell phone number right now. <laughs> what? I said you guys have my personal cell number right now. So you guys like to step up above everybody else. <laughs> I feel better. Okay. We have an independent PR firm. <laughs> yeah, we that wish. Last night. Well, I'm on Island Ghost Radio, and they're so sensitive. <laughs> hold on. Your phone number is right there on your website. Oh, caught. Oh, I, no, I, I honestly seriously forgot about that. I wasn't thinking about that. I don't feel special okay, anymore. Okay, let's hear. What can I give you guys that's personal nobody else? Knows? Dirty so, underwear. You know, well, actually, you know what? Actually, you guys do have a jump on everybody else. I just thought of it. You know my actual first name. There you go. Now everybody knows. Nope. Well, I'll, I'll edit <laughs> that out. It. You're safe. Your secret safe, Batman. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, I should say. Bruce Wayne. I put the leotard back on and good work. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> uh, well, Chance, thank you for joining us tonight. Well, thank you guys very much for having me on. I appreciate it. I had a great time. You guys are great. 